You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! The show goes on indeed. Man, finally, finally a piece of good news for CSU football fans. This has just been the August from hell between, you know, everything that came out in the Coloradoan and that whole process and the ESPN article and Bad Blood with Anthony Hill, you know, a CSU Rams legend. The season getting postponed, losing some really fun non-conference games and Warren decides to go pro. Understandable, still stings. Then it looks like Trey's going to leave. Then, you know, it looks like Manny's going to leave too. Still don't really know about Manny, but man, big, big time. This is this is game-changing news for CSU football. This is huge. Obviously have just a ton to go over. Going to talk about my takeaways, what this means for the offense, you know, talk about the transfer portal in general a little bit, but just really, really awesome. Really excited to see one of the genuinely good dudes in, in the program stick around. Not to say that there's not a lot of other really good dudes. Just, you know, Trey, given that he's a star, you know, per se, I don't, I don't know if he would even like me using that that term, but he is a star. So we've gotten to we've gotten to know him a little bit more. That's always, you know, the case with with the college teams, the the quarterback, the star receivers, the running back, Trey McBride in this instance. If you're a sack guy, those guys are always just gonna get more attention. So, you know, naturally we just we get to know those guys a little bit better. And selfishly, you know, I'm just I'm really looking forward to having a guy like Trey McBride around. One, because he keeps it real. You know, he's always willing to just if the team looks like total crap, he's he's gonna say it. But he's just a competitor, you know, he's a warrior out there, and it's it's really, really gonna be fun to, you know, get to see more more of him in Canvas Stadium. I'm just I'm stoked, and I know a lot of CSU fans are too. All right, before I get into some of my takeaways with this situation, gotta shout out our presenting sponsor, you know it, Breckenridge Brewery. Guys, remember, during these crazy times, supporting our partners, it's it's one of the best ways to support us. And I, I can't think of a better way, especially if you're in the metro area, you know, South Denver, that Lakewood Littleton area especially, hit up the, the Breckenridge Farmhouse. It's open, it's socially distanced, it's, it's a beautiful setup for just outside dining. You know, if you're more comfortable at home, you can order curbside or, or to-go. They offer that from 12 to 8 p.m., but... I'm telling you, it's just a great place to chill, to chill out, have a beer outside. You know, you're still close to the to the metro area to the city, but it, it kind of feels like kind of feels like a more of Fort Collins brewery scene. You know, the Denver brewery scene is a little bit different than what we've got going on up north. I like it better up north, to be honest. It's more spacious usually. And that just has to do with, you know, there being less space available downtown. But the, the Breck Brew, the farmhouse, it's just got a kick-ass setup. I can't recommend it enough. But if you can't hit it up, if, if you're like me, you're in Fort Collins, it's a little bit harder to get down there. That's okay. Support Breck by, you know, buying at the local liquor store, at your local grocery store. Honestly, I always try and buy my beer at a local liquor store just because I feel like with the grocery stores, you know, getting that now, it's going to put a lot of those businesses out. 
But, you know, where, where, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. Use the Breck Beer Locator. It'll tell you the closest place near you with ice-cold Breck brews. You can't go wrong. Avalanche Ale, Colorado Coors, Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter Jr. I mean, they're just the best. Shout out to Breck. I love them. You love them. Can't get enough of that Breck brew. Cool, 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 cool. Let's just jump right into it. I, like many of you, was very taken by surprise Sunday night. I I thought Trey was gone. You know, I had the I had the draft already written. Just needed to insert, you know, whatever school he was going to ultimately pick. Everything that I had heard leading up to this point was that you know he had just a ton of major interest. He's going to go, you know, visit schools, and he's you know probably going to be gone. And you know, so I I reported it as such. I I tried to make it clear that there was a possibility that he could stay. But, you know, I just based on what I was being told, I, I really did not think that was going to happen. And, you know, I, I don't want to ever, you know, sell any fantasies to you guys if I don't think it's actually going to come true. That's just the reality. Most of the time, when people enter the transfer portal, they do, you know, ultimately go out. It's, it's not always Caleb Blake entered the transfer portal Young defensive back on CSU, he entered back on the spring. He's still on the roster as well. It does happen, but it's rare. And and just, you know, that combined with the fact of what I was being told, you know, from people close to him, it's not like I'm just, you know, talking to randos out there, but it's just huge. I'm I'm very, very glad to be wrong. I'll put it that way. If I didn't make it clear enough that the transfer portal doesn't, you know, 100% mean that you're leaving, my apologies. I'll I'll try to be better about that in the future. Let's just jump right into it though and talk about, you know, the many reasons why this is just going to be big for CSU football moving forward this upcoming year, all that stuff. He posted around 6:45 mountain ugh, around 6:45 p.m. mountain time. Trey posted this on his Twitter page. Ram tough. After several days of reflection, I have made a decision to follow my instincts and listen to my heart. My heart has always flowed with green and gold blood. I take tremendous pride in being a Ram, and I can't wait to build a championship team with my teammates. I believe in my teammates. I believe in Coach Adazio and his staff. I believe in CSU, and I love being a Ram. I can't wait to get to work with my teammates to build this championship team and look forward to celebrating with everyone who bleeds green and gold. All the best, and always go Rams. Thank you for your support. Trey McBride. All right, I'm going to talk about what this means, you know, for the offense from a schematic standpoint, just why I think it's so, so big for from what they're going to be able to just give defenses with the the varying looks that they can give when you have a versatile guy like Trey McBride. But first, let me just give you my instant reaction, you know, exactly what I was thinking when when I saw this news on Sunday evening. For me. What what really stands out about this is I think it speaks really highly to the relationship that Trey McBride clearly, you know, has already established with this coaching staff in a really short period of time. You know, when it initially came out that Trey was, you know, in the portal that he was considering leaving, the the hot take that some people, you know, came to was that, 
oh, well, Adazio must have had a you know, poor relationship with him. He must have not been able to win him over. That was never the case. I mean, I even talked about on that initial podcast, Trey helped Adazio move into his house. Like, you don't, you don't do that for a guy if you hate him, even if he's your coach. You know, you're not taking your free time to help move a man that you absolutely hate into his house. I just don't see that happening. You'll come up with an excuse. You'll find a way out of it. That's just, but that was not the case. It never was. Even talking to family members when it seemed like Trey had, you know, one or two feet out the door at that point, they they would always still speak highly of Adazio and be like, you know, I, I really do believe in, in, in what he's building just at the end of the day, Trey wants to play at the next level and he's got some really great opportunities and, and you know, you can't blame him for pursuing those. How could you CSU is a special, special place. Fort Collins is a special place. It's, it's a, an incredible school. It's an incredible place to live, but we all know that it's not, you know, it's not death Valley. It's not Tuscaloosa on game day. It's not a hundred thousand fans. It's just not. And, and it's not selfish of a player to, you know, want to consider pursuing that, especially when you have interest and especially when you are good enough to play in those leagues, which, as I have said multiple times, Trey is. Trey could play in the SEC. Trey could play in the Big 12. Trey could play in the Pac-12. He could play anywhere. That dude is an NFL tight end. The other day when I was recording with Henry, our buffs guy on the college pod, he tried to come at me with, you know, Brady Russell, the a talented Buffs tight end. But he, he tried to come at me and basically be like, Brady Russell's as good as Trey. And I was just like, watch the film. Watch the film. Because it's, it's clear. Trey is a game changer. Like, I like Brady Russell. He's a good tight end, a competent tight end, really solid blocker, you know, the exactly what you want. Trey is that special type of game-changing elite tight end. Phenomenal pass catcher, phenomenal run blocker, a great teammate, leader, all of that. And I'm going to get into that. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to mix segments here, but it, it's just tough to, to not just be pumped. I think, it, I think it's good. CSU fans just need this. They need it after everything they've been through. They needed a win. The other thing that I immediately thought of Sunday evening when I saw this, my gut reaction was that it was it's going to be really really cool for Trey's legacy. The fact that he's staying right now after everything that that CSU fans have had to, you know, weather over the last month. That's I mean that's that's just going to rocket Trey into a, a level of stardom that that he hasn't, you know, been yet. He's already one of the more popular players he has been, you know, since he was a freshman. But staying now, being the loyal guy now, when he had a chance to go to the SEC, when he had a chance to, you know, go to greener pastures or whatever, and he's choosing to stick around, stay around, help bring a winning culture back. That's huge, man. That's big time. That's the kind of guys you want to build a program around. And, you know, looking at a, at a, at a situation that was kind of simul- similar, Nico Carvacho, the CSU men's basketball, he obviously had a chance to, you know, go to Ole Miss, go to Vanderbilt. Oklahoma was really interested in him. He had a chance to go play big programs, go play in the SEC, go play in the Big 12. Instead, he helped stay and lay the foundation with Nico Medved. And, you know, obviously there were some ups and downs about that. But now when it's all said and done, Nico is going to be a guy that for the rest of his life, 
he can come to CSU, he can come to Fort Collins, and people are going to just be thrilled to see him. They're going to hug him. They're going to ask to take pictures and you know kiss babies and all that. He's a Rams legend for life. And now that's the case with Trey. For life, this guy is going to be a Rams legend. For life, this guy is going to be able to walk into Old Town and not have to pay for his beers. And I think that's really cool. I think that's one of the the underrated aspects of being a star at a place like CSU versus, you know, just being one in the crowd at an SEC school. You get to be the dude. You get to be that guy that's the face of the community. That's a part of the team. That's a part of something special. You know, bringing winning back to Fort Collins. Imagine what that would mean. And if that happens, I promise you Trey's a big part of it. That's the kind of impact he makes from a production standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, from just getting people excited again. I mean, look at how in in a span of 15 minutes, CSU Twitter went from gloom and doom to, all right, well, whenever, you know, whenever the season comes back, whenever we get a chance to, to play again, at least we've got guys like Trey to, to suit up and, and give it their all. It's just comforting knowing you have guys like that. And it's huge. So going to keep talking about this, going to talk about, you know, what this means schematically, what this is going to do for the offense, all that fun stuff and more. But first, got to shout out my friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Sure, the regular season is fun and all, but there's only one thing that can compare to the excitement of basketball's playoffs, and that's having some skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Basketball has made its way through the regular season. Now it's time to crown a champion. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you in the center of the action. For every day that you bet at least $20 on NBA basketball, DraftKings will give you a $10 free live bet. Super, super clutch. You know, if you're having a rough day, if you lose a couple of early bets, no worries. You got this live bet to help you recoup your losses. Or on the other side, if you're winning, if you're just raking it in, that's 10 more dollars that you can wager and potentially just win that much more that day. So much awesome. It makes every single game exciting when you've got a little bit of action on it. Plus, don't forget about hockey's playoffs. You've got UFC. We've got golf. There's just so many fun things to bet on right now. It's really, it's really just such a great time to be a sports fan, to be able to bet on sports in the great state of Colorado. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, so you know you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Definitely got to love that. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a free $10 bet when placing a bet of $20 more on all first-round playoff action. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out by offering a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20 or more on all first-round action. When you sign up, just use the code DNVR. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Other terms and conditions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Word. Let's just keep the Trey McBride conversation rolling here. This is absolutely huge for the offense. I think I've already said that a hundred times over the last 15 minutes. But, you know, when they lost Warren Jackson, I went and I published a thousand words on, you know, well, what does this mean for the team moving forward? And a big part of that was talking about how, you know, it, it sucks to lose a guy like Warren and absolute mismatch, a guy who 
just naturally is going to command the the attention of two, sometimes even three defenders. But you still have a lot of talent on this team. You've got a lot of young wide receivers. You've got Nate Craig Myers, the Auburn transfer. You've got some other guys that are potentially going to be trying to, you know, salvage their careers late. Some guys that just, you know, haven't necessarily shined like they thought they would. But from the from the tight end perspective, with Cam Butler and Trey McBride, those are two dudes, man. Not to not to get too corny with the Adazio lingo there, but it's true. They are. Those are some dudes. Those are guys that you would want. And and especially Trey, you know, he's a guy that when the lights are on, he's just he's always gonna show up. If if you look at his numbers over the last six weeks after, you know, he really had established himself as one of Patrick O'Brien's most consistent targets. He ended up averaging, you know, five catches for 68.3 receiving yards per game. And he scored in four of the last six games of the season. That's about as reliable as it gets from a tight end perspective. It's it's been a you know a really long time since CSU has had a just really consistent scoring threat at the tight end position. There have been some really good dudes to come through over the years. You know, Crockett Gilmore comes to mind most recently. Kevon Cartwright had a couple of moments. He was just a, another guy who kind of struggled to stay healthy. But really since Corey Sperry, it's been a while since CSU's had that elite, elite, you know, pass-catching tight end. And, and Trey McBride is just one of those dudes. You know, he's, he's a guy that's too athletic for linebackers. He's going to run past him. He's too big and strong for most defensive backs. You know, he's just going to stiff arm you or run straight through you. And, and that's brutal to, to try and scheme up against. And then on top of that, when you have someone like Cam Butler, who you can line up on the other side, you know, that's going to be big for being able to run the ball. You're going to be able to set up the play action. Sometimes, you know, if you need to max protect, you can do some stuff like that. It just gives you a lot more flexibility. One of the things that really jumped out to me when I watched you know, some old Florida film was all of the creative ways that Florida managed to get Aaron Hernandez involved. You know, they would motion him. They would, you know, put him in the backfield sometimes and do like little shovel passes to him. You can do all of that type of stuff and more with somebody like Trey. And the glorious thing is, you know, you're going to get that production, assuming that you find ways to consistently target him. But even if he doesn't, you know, have a monster game or if he has a couple of games where he's kind of quiet, He's not going to pout. He's not going to be a guy that stands in the corner and complains about his lack of targets or but the fact that they're not, you know, getting him the ball in the red zone. If he's making an impact, if he's run blocking, if he's doing just the dirty things, you know, chipping people off the edge, whatever he's got to do to help his team win, he's he's going to be content. And and you really can't you really can't teach that type of mindset, I don't think. I think, you know, people can get better at it as they mature. But to have that team first mindset, that just drive to win, you know, no matter even if you have to sacrifice, you know, individual accolades, it's so special. And and to keep a guy like that when you're when you're trying to build up a winning culture, when you're trying to, you know, let's let's be face it, put the last two really ugly seasons in the rear view. Having a guy like Trey is just going to be so, so paramount to CSU success. I, I really, really believe that. I, I don't want to, you know, it's it's such a team sport, football is, that I try not to put too much emphasis on any single individual. You know, if you lose 
one guy try not to act like it's you know the sky is falling it's the end of the world but every now and then you know there is a player that just has that big of an impact that you know losing him really does feel like the difference between you know winning or potentially losing a tight game and i think it's tough not to feel that way about a guy like trey mcbride especially when you see the way you know he showed up against wyoming and boise state you know those were an air force those are obviously three games that CSU lost last year. But that's a guy that, you know, you put the right people around him. You know, he's already showed he can ball out. Now you just got to get, you know, the other guys to kind of follow those steps. It's just going to be huge. It's it's huge. That's that's really the only way to say it. Just, you know, no matter no matter how you look at this situation, recruiting, production, leadership, stability, all of these factors, you know, all of these CSU is better off from having Trey McBride than not. You don't think it's easier to, you know, look at somebody like Luke McAllister and sell the future of the program when you've got a guy like Trey versus when you're trying to explain why, you know, he decided to leave for greener pastures. It's just a completely different scenario. And even, you know, the fans just rejuvenating everybody, getting getting everybody interested again. Like I said, it's it's been a, a lot of getting knocked down, a lot of being pushed into lockers by by 2020, not even by anybody or like a team. It's not a situation like 2017 where the misery has come from, you know, losing tight games. It's just been a bunch of crazy things that have been completely out of the hands of, you know, the team and, and out of the hands of the fans. And it's just been hard. It's It's been really hard for the fans. And I think I think they needed this. So I've, I've probably rambled enough. I think I've pretty much, you know, covered all the bases on this one. I'm sure I'll talk about it more over the next couple of days. But I just I had to do something to react to this because this was obviously huge news. And I was just pumped, you know, it was fun to, to come to my laptop and be excited to record a podcast again, not, you know, have to come up with a, oh, man, how am I going to how am I going to convince these people that it's it's not the end of the world? And finally, finally, the universe throws me a bone. Really, really excited. It, it should be fun with Trey, you know, coming back. I'm, I'm just I'm so excited to see what the future holds with him. All right, we'll be back with more content throughout the week. Keep it real. Make sure you stay safe out there. Socially distance. Distance. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Distance. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. You know, wear a RAM mask. Wear a DNVR mask. Whatever. Shout out to all of you. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I was.